you like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, oh, baby, bone Sharif. I what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought this was about horror movies. Yep. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's <laughs> true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. 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 Welcome to season two. I'm Josh. Hey, y'all. Seth. Hey, it's Jess. We're the Horror Movie Crew. We're a weekly horror podcast. We get together. I think we use the movies as an excuse to hang out, though, don't you? I would say so. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Can you believe we have a whole season already, Seth? No, I feel like we're official now that we have seasons. What's the difference between season two and season one, though, really? Format? Three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Three weeks is about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that has been three weeks. We did change some things up for season two. I don't want to downplay it. It's going to be awesome. Not that season one isn't awesome. You should still go back and listen to it. Yes. All of them. And if you listen to them on Apple, go back and listen to them on Spotify. Yeah, and give us a review. Yes, rate and review. Thank you. Yeah, we do need some reviews. Yeah. I agree. So there was a couple new ones. There are. Should we read them? I won't read them. Wait, let's wait till we have a bank of them. I think we should make a bank. (laughs) Yeah. Like a storage bank. A storage bank. Yes. Like a sperm bank of reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Start thinking about sperm banks. And we're off. (laughs) See, not much has changed. No. Not much has changed. Although I have noticed I've been listening to some other podcasts and they like make an announcement at the beginning that they're not safe for work. Oops. Are yeah. we supposed to? Well, I mean, ours is labeled explicit, so I'm yeah. like, do we need to do that? I feel like if you mm. listen, you know. They must you have, know. like, legal counsel to tell them what to do. Legal counsel. I mean, we don't have that. <laughs> Can we consult anybody? <laughs> do we know anybody that would know? We only know what we find on Google. That's mm. pretty much it. Although, I just think it would be hilarious if somebody didn't know and they were listening at work, like, out loud, and all of a sudden they just get hit yeah. out of nowhere. Sperm oh, bank. With the cum crumbles. <laughs> the cum crumbles. <laughs> the cum crumbles. <laughs> Oh, shit. Or the laugh, but you imitating my laugh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> You're going to blow people's speakers out. That's great. Mm. All right, one thing we did change is we are now theming every month. We liked it in October and December so much that we decided to do it all the time. So January, our theme is Winter Horrorland. So basically all winter-themed horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're starting off with my pick, The Thing. Oh, I think we're going to have a lot to dive into here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't that bad. We'll get into that. But first, Seth, what have you been up to? Oh, you know. <laughs> you have three wor- three weeks worth of things that you True. had. You had to have well, done we had something. the holidays. Okay. I went skiing. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That's it. Man, yeah, just stuff around the house. I mean, we don't know what goes anywhere. What did so. you do for New Year's? Just had a couple friends over and we played board games all night. Hmm. Did you get wild? Drunk, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No stairs incidents? No stairs incidents. Once you're up, you're up. You're not allowed to come back down (laughs) until you're sober. 
That's good. That's real good. So yeah. that's it. That's all you got for us. Yeah. As far as activities. I've seen this fucking guy in four weeks and he lays on me. He went skiing and did some stuff around the house. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be that much more impressed by my response then. I'm thoroughly excited. <laughs> I wrote a novel. You know, I, <laughs> I a took novel. a pottery class. <laughs> That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> Started a jazzercise club, you know. Took a pottery class. Yeah. So does your uh, business now interfere with her business because she has the uh dance studio yeah hers is like more performance mine's for exercise so performance based we're actually in the same strip mall (laughs) really yeah the upper valley strip mall (laughs) (laughs) right by dunham's (laughs) there's enough space for you there's definitely enough space okay anyway stop you stop jess what have you been up to absolutely not shit no <laughs> well, best to be honest. I've Holy took the cow. last two weeks and I've just kind of chilled. No, nothing. Not much. Just work it's nice to stuff. do that though, just yeah. to not do anything. That's the life I lead though, so I think that's just you know. Yeah. Hmm. What did you do for New Year's? Just uh, went to a party. You went to a party? I went to a party. Oh shit! Did you have a mask on? Yes, the whole time. Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> you need to go sit over there. <laughs> Great. Not like a large mass party, just a small one. It was like yeah. a rave. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. She took we did some ribbon, e- ribbon dancing yeah. there. She took some e, you know. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it was like Come a on. 2000s party. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's exciting. Not. Do people still do that? Take e and go to raves and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. A- a specifically, like 18 year olds. Probably. Like a, just feels like a very late 90s drug. People don't do that anymore, you don't think? I don't know. I'm out of that click. We should. <laughs> People do. <laughs> we should make it have it make a comeback. <laughs> Having everybody do ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> just not us. With, with glow sticks. Yeah. Everybody but us. Like, we'll just talk about how great it is. We're just the promo for it, but we don't ever show up. Uh, if you do it and you have a picture of yourself doing it on Instagram, do hashtag horror movie crew. That way we yep. can see it. How about we just take some yeah, E, we'll them. buy some glow sticks, and go to Shays and see what happens? <laughs> <Shays>. <laughs> Have you ever been in that shithole? Yeah, with you. You went there with me? Uh-huh. Oh, dude. Mm. Have you been there? No. It's just it, a little dive bar. I mean. No. It's like if you turn on the light, shit would scurry. Ew, what? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I want dine there, but. I wouldn't dine there. <laughs> Didn't we eat pizza there? We did. So... <laughs> But it was like frozen pizza they put in a like a toaster oven thing. I wouldn't dine there, but I'll eat some pizza there. <laughs> that pizza oven kills everything. Yeah, heat kills it. Dude, oh, honestly, man. it was killer pizza, too. I think it was Sparky's. It was. Yeah. So they buy it and freeze it, and then they cook it again in the toaster oven. Shoot. And you can see them cooking it, so we knew it was okay. It's not like they went to some back room with it and came back. You guys are safe then. That's true. They pulled it out yeah. of this little fridge, this little mini freezer underneath the bar. They pull it right out, pull the wrapper off, and put it right in the... You like how I'm doing all these hand yeah. gestures? Welcome. You're getting very involved. You're getting really handsy. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like Red Baron. They have a sign. <laughs> we feature Red Baron. Dude, <laughs> I, li- I like Red Baron. I do pizza. too, but it would just be funny. They're like three for $11 at Kroger right now. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, if you ever go to Seth's for frozen pizza, bring your own fucking cheese, dude, because uh-huh. his frozen pizzas are I just awful. don't add cheese to it. Dude, that you can see through the cheese to the bottom of the crust. I think I was buying those jacks, and if you don't add cheese to them, they're pretty... I was buying them jacks. Buying them jacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're usually on sale. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I like that thin crust. <laughs> Gotta add some cheese to that, man. I know. Thing was all like flimsy and floppy. <laughs> it was the floppiest piece of shit pizza. Sorry. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, are you done making fun of my pizza? Back, back to our raves. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think we should do that. We should get people to go in on the into these parties and take pictures and tag us. No, yeah. don't don't tag us in them, please. But not yeah. personally. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hashtag horror movie crew. E. E. Yeah. Just stick an E at the end. <laughs> lowercase e <laughs> i think we should whatever dude i honestly haven't been doing much either for our new years we just hung out at the house and uh played board games too so mm-hmm. mm. board games are fun we should have zoomed and we could have doubled up and played double board games we could you guys remember we used to do that mm-hmm. yeah man that was a long time ago almost a year <sighs> back in the day back in the day <laughs> that's crazy that was like how long ago it was like april march right yeah. whenever it started Every Saturday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Just about, yeah. Zoom call. What a what a crazy world we live in. I did watch a lot of movies, so I'm not gonna lie. So I'm gonna see if you guys have seen any of these yet, and what yeah. you think of them. Did you already read my list? No. You're looking at me like you already know what I'm gonna I say. I didn't. I don't. Look at me and think of what I'm gonna say right now. Mm, you're hungry for some wings. Yeah, I am I actually. I am actually. <laughs> No, okay, so the first movie that we watched was Ma. Have you ever seen Ma? Yes. It is awful. Is it? I thought people said it was bad, so I never watched it. Did you like it? It's just weird. Did you think, I mean, did you think it was weird or like boring? I didn't think it was boring. Abby made the comment multiple times. She was like, this isn't, this movie isn't good, but it's like keeping me interested in what's going to happen because I can't predict what's going on. Yeah, I can say that. In the dick grab scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. How can a dick Uh, grab scene be bad? Well, it it can be. Explain the dick grab scene. No, you explain it. Somebody tell me what happens with the dick. (laughs) There's a guy tied up with a sheet over or a towel. Something's over his genitals. Mm -hmm. He's laying on a bed and she like has a knife and she grabs under the towel and pulls the dick up. But the towel's blocking the dick, but you can like see like the sides of the yeah yeah dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can see like the sides. Was it a nice yeah. dick? It had to have been a pretty girthy dick because she mean, like pop can that thing, dude. It was like this. Like no. I know people can't see what's going on here, but it was like well from your angle it'd be like this. So it was a towel, mm-hmm. and she like did this where her hand was like like there's no it was clearly a prosthetic dick right she did an old twisty but old it was twisty. yeah and then she like put the knife on it and i was like oh was it hard oh my god i doubt it <laughs> did she cut it off like what happened no 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 she didn't end up cutting it off are oh. you gonna watch the movie i mean i don't want to ruin it for no. you um i'll forget no she doesn't cut it off she ends up putting an iv in his arm with dog's yeah. blood and ew just, does he die uh, weird yeah he does he does he does die um, and then the blood comes out of his dick. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, what? That sounds like a Dude, STD your, problem. Your face. Like, huh? He's like, that sounds disturbing. He's running like all of the anatomy through his head. Yeah. He's like, how would that even make sense? It's weird. Okay. That sounds gross. Wonder Woman 84. Yep. it. Not after what everyone said. You got to watch it, though. I'll watch it. You have to watch it. It's like the most streamed movie of all time, isn't it? What? I think it is. Supposedly it did oh, really shit. well. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it personally, but. Dud. Yeah. Too long. I was disappointed. 
they made it seem like it was going to be really good by the trailer, and then it was... I don't feel like it delivered there. It didn't deliver. Do you feel like you were watching two different movies halfway through? Kind of, yeah. That's the vibe I got. It was very cartoony and childish at first. I did not like Pedro Pascal's character at all. I was oh, like, yeah, I couldn't fuck? stand him either. What it's was weird. his name in that? Uh, Max something, wasn't it? No? I can't remember. Hmm. I can't remember, but it was... Uh, yeah, I just didn't like it that much. Sad. I did start Sabrina. Hmm. I have been watching The Stand. Was that any good? It's really good. Hmm. Is it over? No. There's, oh, really? It's like a weekly thing? I think there's like five episodes. I just watched the newest one. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I watched The Lie. Have you guys seen that? It's no. on Prime. Mm -hmm. Girl kills this other girl and her parents help her cover it up. Oh, that sounds good. You should watch it. It's on Prime. It was okay. Like accidentally killed the other girl? Or oh, no. Like she premeditated killed her? She did it on purpose. Oh. Yeah, you should watch. It was okay. Uh, Saw 1 and 2. I'm going to watch Saw 3 tonight. I've seen them. I will never watch them again. Unless somebody picks them for this. I'll just say I watched it. <laughs> okay, The Boy 2. <laughs> Have you guys seen The Boy 2? Yes. Did you like it? I did like it, yeah. You it did like okay. it? Mm, I thought it was rough. Katie Holmes, though, she did not age well. <laughs> She's had a rough life. I don't remember. She was in captivity exactly. for she looks <laughs> a while. Captivity. <laughs> <laughs> story. From Tommy? Yeah. After that, she kind of just like went downhill. Didn't I text you while I was watching it? And mm -hmm. I said, wow, Tom Cruise did a number on this woman. Yep. God, she looks horrible. Sad. She looks terrible. Mm -hmm. She didn't look bad in uh, Batman Begins. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a while ago now, though. That's right? true. That's probably. When was that? Uh, 2004? Six? We're <laughs> 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 really trying to think about it. Poor Katie Holmes. I just feel bad for her, you know? She's in that. And then she's like that. I, I didn't Honestly, I didn't even know she was in it. I was doing some home stuff in the living room up there. I turned it on. Is that fucking Katie Holmes? And it was. And was I was like, that poor woman. Is she the one that's in that movie where she's the president's daughter? Yes. And they run mm -hmm. off like she goes off with that guy on the scooter and all that stuff. Is that her? I believe it is. Okay. I don't know. It's on HBO <laughs> right now if you want to watch that. It's at this scene. You know. I do like those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. All right. Last but not least, I watched The Dark Knight Rises, which is a great movie. So I actually, it's funny. I watched Wonder Woman 84 and I was like, I have to watch something better than this before I go to bed because I'm not going to end the night on this movie. So I watched the end of The Dark Knight Rises. So I did watch that not that long ago, actually. You did? I did. At home or did you like with a group? Yeah, just at home. I was like, I'm going to rewatch these. Was your volume all fucked up? No. I had to crank it up to like 80. Really? Mm-hmm. But hmm. it's such a good movie. Such a great movie. It is. All right, kids. Let's jump into Truth No Dare. It's a Would You Rather round again, Seth. I know you love these. So we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to take turns. We're going to read one, and then we're all going to answer it, and then we'll just take turns. So I'll go first, Jess, and then Seth will follow it up the rear because we know he loves rear ends. This is true. Mm -hmm. Would you rather never have to work again without going broke or never have to sleep again without becoming exhausted? I am going to say never have to sleep again without becoming exhausted. I could accomplish a lot in that time I have to sleep. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I would choose sleep also. Yeah? No. Never have to sleep again. Yeah, I'd have to say the same. Well, Seth, way to go out on a limb there. You could experience so much more life if you were yeah. sleeping. Like six hours more a night. I could. Yeah. yeah. How often do you sleep? Like, what's your normal? Um, usually at least like five hours hmm. a night. You're an eight to ten guy, aren't you? Six to seven. I'm usually in bed by ten, and I get up at five. So. Oh, God, you're so old. I try to go to bed earlier, but it never happens. I'm like eleven, six or seven. Sometimes. That's the same here. Yeah. 
Sometimes, usually more closer to midnight, though. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's like a weekend hours. and I can sleep in a little, then it's maybe eight. Yeah. And then you take a nap like halfway through the day on the weekend, right? If it's a hungover day, then yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with naps. Like, I like <laughs> to nap, I but I feel so, like, I just want to keep sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm real grumpy after a nap. Yeah. You just got to stay away from me. Would you rather have friends who are much smarter than you or friends who are much more attractive than you? Um, I guess smarter. I sure. pick smarter, and yeah. you could learn from them. Yeah. Why would you want friends that are much more attractive than you? I don't understand I that don't question. Yeah, but I don't. I'd go with smarter as well, because I don't want to learn from people. You know, I'm a listener. I like to learn stuff. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather sing everything you say or speak every thought you think? This is a hard one. <laughs> I would not want to sing all the time, but I'd get in some trouble if... I guess sing everything I say. Really? You think that bad of thoughts, huh? Well, like, I don't... If you had to, like, speak everything you were thinking all the time... Yeah. Wouldn't you just be always talking? Mm, yeah, but you'd also likely get yourself in a lot of trouble. Right. I feel like I do that most of the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't even be able to like check people out. You'd be like, "Yeah, look at that bulge in that dude's pants." Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, I can honestly say I've never said that. Oh, I think that a lot. Uh, <laughs> seriously? I mean, I look. Oh, do a lot of people have bulges? Some. Some. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I would also go with. <laughs> Do a sing. lot of people have bulges? Because <laughs> I, I don't have a bulge, so I don't know. Never, <laughs> never had that problem. <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna sing everything because I wouldn't get myself in a lot of trouble. Um, probably the same. Yeah. Man, we are just racking them up here, racking them up. Would you rather have a big, expensive wedding or elope? I would rather elope. 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 Would you rather eat uncooked rice or eat stale bread? Stale bread. Uncooked rice. Stale bread for sure. Could you imagine crunching that rice? No. No. You're just going to swallow it. Seth likes raw pasta, though. I do like raw pasta. That's right up your alley. What? Yeah. Like spaghetti noodles? Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. Egg noodles are the best because they're thinner. (laughs) You sit around and eat those. Only when I'm, like, drinking wine at home or something. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be like fairly drunk to do it. My mom always gets pissed at me because I make a mess and they're like getting oh, pasta surprise, out. Surprise, surprise. You yeah. are really fucking messy. I know when I eat. <laughs> I feel like stale bread would make you sick though. Wouldn't it? Oh, I doubt it. I don't think so. Ducks eat it. I guess if you're allowed to eat around the mold. <laughs> Ducks eat it. Ducks. <laughs> Ducks that eat was it. Funny. <laughs> Okay. Would you rather only drink vodka or only drink beer? I'd have to go with beer. Mm, beer. Vodka. 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 Would you rather get food poisoning every time after eating your favorite food or never eat your favorite food again? I don't think I could go without eating pizza ever again. So I'm just going to get food poisoning. Never eat it again. Because never eat it again. Because food poisoning is awful. It, have you ever had it? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if I'm, I'm, if I'm drinking it. and there's a delicious Casano's pizza right there, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Like, sorry, I might eat it two days. It's been sitting on the counter for two days. I might throw that bitch in the oven and eat it. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't care. Give me all the food poisoning. Taking well. it. Taking it. Owning it. Okay. It's just turn again. She keeps forgetting. She's got to read. 
<laughs> Would you rather be a kid your entire life or a grown-up? Grown-up. Yeah, grown-up, I think. Grown-up? Who the fuck would want to be a kid? Well, I thought about it, like, work-wise. Like, you wouldn't have, you have less cares or whatever, but... I guess it depends on what age. If you're, like, before middle school age, that would be fun. Mm, that's true. I didn't like being a kid. I don't know. You didn't? No. Why? I wait to grow up. <laughs> well, we're still waiting. <laughs> I know. No, dude, being a kid sucks. It People was fun. Until no. you get the awkward middle school you age. You get to do more when you're older. It's That's true. Like Travel-wise and just... Everything. Well, there's the whole drinking part. Yeah. Love drinking. Hate so. people telling me what to do. No. <laughs> Did you gather that? Huh. Never would have thought that. <laughs> there's the bulge. <laughs> do I have a bulge? God, I mean, it might just be your jeans. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's all fluff. Damn. <laughs> it's all fluff. That's embarrassing. I thought I had a nice bulge going on. Are you okay? Seth just fell out of his chair. He's he's seizing. I was stuck on the carpet. Oh. <laughs> Did your beard get stuck in the carpet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you had any awkward beard moments where there's like shit in it and somebody to tell you? Not yet. No? <laughs> no. Do you think it's happened and nobody told you or it just hasn't happened yet? I feel like it hasn't happened. I'm pretty like conscious about it. <laughs> Why? Are you like constantly rubbing it? I do play with it all the time. Mm. And it does get washed twice a day. Worse. You wash it twice a day? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I touch it so much. <laughs> I'll get zitty if I don't wash it. Do you wash your penis twice a day? Yes, I take two showers a day. Oh, you take a full shower? Mm-hmm. Do you shower Dang twice dog. a day? No, I mean, unless I, I don't know, have I went and like worked out or something in the middle mm. of the day and I want to shower. I don't know. That's the only time I shower twice a day is if I work out. Well, I need it in the morning like to wake up. But then mm-hmm. I feel gross going to bed not having showered since the morning. Think of all the water you waste. They're not long showers. Mm-hmm. You look like a you look like a <laughs> long shower. I have an energy efficient shower head I got from DPNL. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it was free. Of course it was. It was free. It's the cheapest guy I know. Yeah, they sent me light. <laughs> it was free. They sent me light bulbs and a shower head. And I forget what else was in there. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you call him like, hey, my house is pretty big. Can I get another one of these care packages? <laughs> I should have asked for two. That's great. I became an energy savings champion or whatever they call you. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Seth. <laughs> they give you a pin or anything for that? I don't think so. I don't remember what else was in there. Did you join the pen 15 club? I would. Uh, I bet he would. All right. Okay. So we did some structure change and... It's now the getting lit and talking shit scary movie discussion. We've moved some things around, hoping that it helps the discussion flow a little better. Seth looks really lost. We're going to get him caught up <laughs> to speed, though. Do you remember in season one how mad you used to get whenever I would tell you you look nervous? Yes. And you get real mad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was nervous the first time. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! That's what he'd say. Well, Sorry, I had a little thing going on there. I was just trying to get it out. The movie is The Thing. I picked it. Um, honestly, I've seen it before, but I don't remember watching. I knew everything that happened. I remember all of the scenes from it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember when or where I watched it. Had you guys seen this before? No. Mm-hmm. Neither of you have seen it. I thought I had until I started watching. I'm like, no, I don't remember any of this. No. What about you? Same. Never seen it. Did you see the 2011 uh, prequel? I don't think so. Okay. I know I've mm-hmm. seen that as well, but honestly, I don't remember anything about it. Mm. Totally new experience. Were you completely shocked when you watched this? Were you like, what the fuck did Josh do? No. No? You got excited a little bit? Well, I didn't think it was terrible. What do you think of young Kurt Russell? He actually kind of looks the same. Like, it wasn't like shockingly younger looking. He just looked younger. Hmm. 
Agreed. Is it because you watched him in the Santa Claus movies, the uh, Christmas Chronicles, and he had the beard? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's aged well. Yeah, yeah he's, he's done well for mm-hmm. himself. All right. Characters. There's, I have a note about this later. There are way too many freaking characters yeah. in this movie. Oh, I know I fucked him up and got him confused mm-hmm. throughout. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't can't remember who's who. Just go with it. All right. So we've got McCready. That's Kurt Russell. We've got Nalls. That's TK Carter. Um, Childs is Keith David, which Abby told me is in a show called Green something. You watch it, I think. Oh, Greenleaf? Greenleaf, Oh, yes. it is the same dude. Yeah, he's from Greenleaf. Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't like this guy. I don't know why. I haven't figured it out yet. He had to have been in something at some point that really made me dislike him. But, as but soon he's as kind as of a dick in this movie. So. He's a dick in everything he's yeah. in. Um, we got Vance, uh, which is Charles Hallahan. George is Peter Maloney. Fuchs, which is Joel <laughs> Paulus. Just called him fucks through the whole thing. <laughs> We've got Blair, played by, played by Seth's favorite commercialist. I called him diabetes. All <laughs> notes. Oh my God. Wilford Brimley. You've got Palmer, played by David Clinton. Dr. Copper, played by Richard Dysart. I don't know any of these fucking people. Do you guys? Mm. A lot of them looked familiar to me, but I didn't. Like, okay. I couldn't tell you what they were in. We've got Clark, played by Richard Mosser, and Gary, played by Donald Moffat. The only person I knew, other than uh, Child, which is Keith David, is Kurt Russell because it's it's freaking Kurt Russell. Everybody knows Kurt Russell. I've um, seen the guy that plays Clark before too. Yeah, in a couple things. Do but. you know what? Because I was trying to place him because I know I've seen him, but I can't think of it. Mm, I'd have to look it up because mm. I know I've seen him in other things, yeah. but I can't think of the exact movies. I'm Wilford Brimley, and I have diabetes. <laughs> Check your blood sugar. Yeah. Check it off. Then. Call Liberty Medical to get your supplies. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, was he your favorite? Yeah. Was he? He looked really young because, you know, he was pretty old. Yeah. He pissed me off. All right. Directors, John Carpenter. Everybody knows John Carpenter. Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China, Ghost of Mars, etc. The synopsis. A research team in Antarctica are hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Were you guys surprised I picked this movie? Very. Um, I wasn't. You weren't at all? No. Oh. Especially since it was alien-y. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I hate sci-fi movies. I but think that, yeah, would have been the only reason I yeah. thought it. I went it for was it. weird, but. I just went for it, guys. I went for it. Sometimes you gotta go for it. Sometimes you put yourself <laughs> out there. Try it out. Try it. You yeah. gotta try it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Ooh. That was a good slam, dude. That I'm thing like is a... mushy. I know. Ooh. I still I don't, don't know. It's like still don't have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it has to just come to you naturally. I have no idea what it could be. You could just scream Dunder Mifflin every time. <laughs> no. What do you think it should be? I don't know. You should have a saying. You're like a you like a your voice a is saying? yeah. Like I feel like your voice is good for sayings. So like if you had a thing, it'd be like uh, <sighs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Preferably not that. Um, okay, <laughs> we'll work on it. But yes, <laughs> you could just do your laugh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna smash a watermelon. No, that was a titty. <laughs> a titty, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll think on it. I'll think on it. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't have to be the first episode, right? Seth gets confused. 
I do. <laughs> he's at the store. Some guy's like looking at watermelons. He's like, nice titties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice melons. Oh, shoot, dude. <sighs> oh, boy. No, but seriously, I'm waiting on that sausage to blow out the front all over me. I'm hoping it does. Yeah, I bet you are. I hope it's white inside. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yuck, dude. All right. <laughs> scene one, opening scene, Antarctica, winter of 1982. God, it was a long ass. Mm. 80s intro. I was like, ugh. You love it, dude. <laughs> so we see a UFO fly over uh, around the Earth. John Carpenter's The Thing Appears. The movie opens with some mountains covered in snow with a helicopter coming over top of them. There's a man hanging out. He shoots, missing a dog multiple times as it continues to run. We see a sign that says United States Research Facility. Inside, there are a group of men playing ping pong. McCready, again, that's our guy, Kurt Russell. He's making a drink, playing a game of chess on an old-ass computer. He loses, and he pours liquor inside of it, blowing it up. We cut back to the dog running and the man continuing to miss. The plane circles the camp as we watch the men, or as the men watch. They say that the helicopter says Norg on the side and that it's Norwegian. The helicopter proceeds to drop small explosives trying to hit the dog and blow it up. The helicopter lands and the men from the camp come outside. The dog runs up to the men and jumps on one of them. The Norwegian man drops one of the bombs and it blows up. It blows up the driver, I believe. The Norwegian man, the other one, shoots the man uh, that the dog jumped on top of. That guy's name was George and um, one of the men from inside shoot the Norwegian guy outside they put on the um, they put fire on I'm sorry they put out the fire on the exploded uh-huh. helicopter we see another man come out of a barn and the pet dog um, he continues to pet the dog that the other that the Norwegians were trying to blow up McCready says first goddamn day of winter okay let's discuss so this guy's freaking aim is terrible. Oh, I know. I even noted. I'm like, you're like 10 feet away and he can't even hit. The, well, not that I want him to hit the dog, but. It went on for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Like one or two misses. Okay. At one point, <laughs> they were directly over top of mm. the dog. And the dog wasn't even running that fast. No. No, like he a, wasn't. Yeah. And the other thing is like they made this like weird turn around and then they were coming. The dog was running at the camp and they were coming right across it. There's no way they didn't hit the dog. Right. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Um, what was your first thought of Kurt Russell when you saw him? I, I couldn't believe how young he looked. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. He called the computer a cheating bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he dumped the liquor in it. I think from watching all these Christmas movies with him and him having the beard in that, because I think in most movies he does not have a beard, does he? Mm, no. I had the same thought as Seth. I was like, well, he really doesn't look that much different. Mm-mm. But I don't know. Maybe it was makeup. But you can tell he's kind of like the hard-ass character. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yes. He's... Um, the rebel. <laughs> the rebel. Why would these people... Here's the, this is my thought process watching this. Because you know, I'd seen it before, but I didn't totally remember. The dog. It ran. It was running through the snow. These people were putting a lot of effort into killing this dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they? None of these people think, "Oh, hey, that, that's a little weird." I don't know if they could tell what they were shooting at until they were like up at the camp. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just weird. That's a lot of effort to kill a dog. Right. Scene two: the stir crazy Norwegians. Inside, we see George getting stitched up, and the doctor tells him that the Norwegians must have went stir crazy. We find out that they haven't been able to reach anyone on the radio for weeks. In the back, the uh, crew look over the Norwegian man that was shot in the face. Honestly, pretty. it was pretty good looking for being the 80s, the, the bullet wound to the eye. Yeah, it was actually kind of <laughs> gross. Yeah, it was nasty. Um, 
They say that there were 10 people at the Nord camp and there should still be eight alive. Palmer, the local pothead, offers to give them a lift. It'll be an hour there and an hour back. They nominate Mac to fly them to the Nord base. The weather's getting progressively worse, as we can see it outside. Mac tells them if they crash, they'll be down one pilot and one doctor. Back inside, the group watch Mac, the doctor, and the captain as the dog from earlier lays under the ping pong table. In the kitchen, Nall is listening to Superstitious as we see the dog start to walk around the bunker. Um, Nall, I, I'm taking he's the cook. But, yeah, um, that's what I gathered. He enters a bed. The dog enters a bedroom. We see a shadow turn around. Mac and the gang reach the Nord camp to find that the, it's in flames and pretty much destroyed from what they can tell from the outside. Inside, Mac yells that the Swedes are there and the doctor corrects them. Um, so I don't know. Mac keeps calling them Swedes, but they're Norwegian. I think that was supposed to be a joke. Yeah. I didn't really get it. I didn't either. Okay. I didn't know if there was like an underlying thing there but as they look around the camp it's destroyed there are holes in the walls and there's icicles hanging from inside the ceiling so obviously uh this thing has been destroyed for quite a while the camp's completely deserted they find a man who had cut his wrist and the blood had like it was so cold that the blood had ran down his arms and frozen as it was dripping out of his is wrist that what that, i was trying to figure out what that was i'm like is that like a vein like yeah he had slit okay, his that wrist makes more sense and the blood had ran down his hands and like frozen at like blood icicles basically and he'd also slit his throat but it, it almost looked like. like he cut like halfway through his neck like it was pretty gross well, I think the point we're supposed to get from that is that it, he didn't do that, I don't think. I think they were trying to kill him because mm-hmm. he was tied to the chair. Right. Okay. Uh, they find some letters in Norwegian, and Mac finds the video player that we'll talk about later. Mac goes back and finds a huge snow-slash-ice bed that uh, had a humongous hole dug out of the middle of it. Uh, they all look shocked when they see this. Obviously, nothing they'd ever seen before. Copper, he's the uh, I think he's the captain, isn't he? Or is he the doctor? He's the doctor. Yeah. Copper thinks that maybe they found the remains of a fossil that was in the ice and they thawed it. Um, back outside, we see a kerosene canister and some sort of creature burnt in the snow. Uh, they decide they're going to cover it up, bring it back to the helicopter, and leave. So, okay. Quite a few personalities back at the base, right? So, mm-hmm. honestly, I th- was thinking the whole time, man, would it not be miserable to be stuck at this base with these people? Yes. <laughs> I imagine you're there for, like, months, so. Oh, probably. And, like, you probably don't get to pick the people you go with. So, it's like, mm-hmm. could you imagine being isolated like that with people that you don't know and having all these different personalities? I'd be, like, isolated with people from work in a place like that. Ugh. <laughs> Is what it would be like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, that's it. Um, the other thing, they just let this dog roam around. Wouldn't you have thought, hey, this dog needs to be... I don't know. I'm like really focusing on this dog mm-hmm. at this point, but like, I felt like they really did not care about this. Like, No, and it cracks me up how many times there is like footage of just the dog yeah. <laughs> like hanging out by himself, yeah. looking out the window, like... It was, yeah, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, clearly these guys had an issue with this dog, and you're just letting it roam around the, the thing. Um... How about Mac's hat? It's a little rough. <laughs> it's a little rough. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember what it looked like. Seriously? Uh-uh. Oh, I couldn't stop looking at it. It was like a train wreck. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to, what it would be like called, Like a winter though. type hat? No, it looked mm-hmm. like he should be out on a farm or I don't know what it was. No, I don't remember the hat. It was like real tall and like the front was flipped up and the back was flipped up. And then it had like a brim around the side. Hmm. You really don't remember? No. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Huh. Like me and Abby were dying laughing. I have we to were, go back and look now. Yeah, you have to check <laughs> it out, dude. It's hilarious. Um, the one other thing I noticed during this scene in particular was ju- the synths, the John Carpenter synths in the score. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which were very Halloween-esque, I thought. Um, well, so it was only a few years later. Mm-hmm. Well, you could definitely tell it was him, right? Yeah. It got better, too. Like, I feel like it kind of started out a little rough with the score, but... Yeah. Um, the ice bed. Do you guys have any freaking clue what was going on with the ice bed at first? No. No, it looked like a big coffin or something. Yeah. I was like, what is this? I kind of thought they made it. I was like, oh, why would they make that? It right. looks like it was made. Yeah, because it would be big and heavy to bring there, I thought. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. I thought it was made. The thing that was burnt in the snow... Did you think it looked like a man's body or what did you think it looked like? Yeah, but I don't know if you caught right at the end of the scene. It had like two faces mm-hmm. like smushed together. I didn't catch it till later, which is in the next scene. But yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it looked like a man's body at all, which is I think what they said it was, didn't they? Uh, oh, it was a man's body burn That's or what he thought, but I don't think they were sure. Okay. Scene three. E.T.'s burnt mama back at the U.S. base. <laughs> They carry the burnt object in and cover it up on the table, or they uncover it on the table. Mm. The camera shows each person as they all look disturbed by what they're looking at. As they examine the creature, the dog looks through the doors. Windows still can't reach anyone on the radio. Windows is a person, by the way. I'm not talking about an actual window. It's such like a hippie name, like Windows. (laughs) Uh, In the autopsy room, we find out that there's nothing wrong with the Norwegian man. They were also um, cutting open the creature. The medical examiner says that it seems like the creature is normal. Heart, normal lungs, normal tissue. As he's pulling all these things out. Everything seems normal. Yes, so he's pulling all these items out while he's saying this. Diabetes. Um, (laughs) Your boy Blair. (laughs) The other guys are playing pool and cards in the common area, and um, they tell Clark to go lock up the dog with the rest where it belongs. Clark opens up the door and locks the dog in a kennel with a bunch of other huskies. You can hear the wind, like, ripping through this place as the other dogs all, like, kind of look at him. But this dog's acting really weird, mm-hmm. and it, like, lays down. Suddenly, the dog's face rips open, and there's, like, tentacles that start coming out of its mm-hmm. mouth. <laughs> so gross. Its legs begin, like, uh, <laughs> like there's, like, legs that come out of its ribs. It starts shooting slime all over the other dogs as they freak out and bark. Clark comes back, and he opens the kennel as the dogs, like, knock him down to get away. He tries to shut the door with his foot, but the tentacles push back against it. Mac hears screaming and hits the alarm. The men show up to the kennel and slowly approach as they enter. Um, and there's like globs of goo like all over the place. Yeah, and there's gross. like a melted dog head. Mm-hmm. As the tentacles are ripping into the other dogs and the men open fire on the creatures, a long hand like object comes out of the top of it and of like the dog and it like pulls itself up into the ceiling. Just as another head begins to come out of the side of a body, uh, Charles shows up with the flamethrower, or I'm sorry, Childs shows up with the flamethrower and torches the creature. They all look shocked again. The thing at the beginning, Seth, so you said, yes, it had two faces that were like melted together. Mm. Did they look like human faces? Kind of, yeah. That's what I got was that it almost looked like two people had been burnt together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you have brought this thing back to the base? Nope. Not a chance. I don't think so. <laughs> I would like taking a picture of it and be like, this will work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have never brought that thing back. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe I guess we think that now, but maybe in the 80s it wasn't that easy to take a picture. And, or would That's it have been? They had true. Polaroids. Yeah, they did have Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> but they wanted to test it, you know. That's true. That is a research facility, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so, so maybe they're, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> The dog, when he goes into the kennel, it starts acting extremely weird, and the other dogs around it, at first they didn't do anything, but then they start acting weird, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, again, I was zoned in on this dog immediately. Um, the transition, when the, the thing, the, the freaking head opens up, and, <laughs> and 
the it's gross. tentacles yeah. and the goo. I actually thought for the era it was pretty well done. Yeah, I think so too. Like it didn't look that bad. It no. was creepy. Yeah. yeah. It was creepy. It kind of gave me like a Stranger Things vibe a little bit. Mm. I got oh, that yeah. a lot. Yeah. 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 But it was gross. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I thought the practical effects and special effects were all really, really good. It, it's, it I, was gross. I think because yeah. you couldn't really tell what was happening. It wasn't like clear, like, okay, a body's coming out. There's all this different right. stuff happening, like that weird head, the tentacles, mm-hmm. yes. like the tentacle things thing. yeah. were oh that was really creepy yeah out. i was like what is going on i thought they did a good job with the tentacles like when they reached out to grab something yeah. like mm. it really i don't know i thought they did a great job uh did you guys think when clark was trying to shut the door with his foot that the tentacles touched his foot no uh, I, I don't know. see i thought one came through the little uh gate there and touched his foot because in the whole rest of the movie i'm like clark is definitely infected. i did have thoughts about him though so did di- i didn't think of it from that but yeah mm. so did diabetes <laughs> he was con- convinced it was Clark. <laughs> Fucking diabetes, dude. <sighs> yeah, well, he was like, "Watch out for Clark." <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for him to Look turn to the screen Clark. and go, <laughs> "Wilford Brimley, <laughs> diabetes." <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, scene four: burnt crab legs. Anyone? The uh, men examine the creature and break off a big-ass leg that looks like a gigantic crab leg. The medical examiner cuts open the creature and finds something inside. He tells them that the creature digests things and then mutates its cells to imitate that object. It was trying to imitate the dogs, but they killed it before it could start. Outside, the medical examiner questions Clark about how long he was with the dog. Uh, The team watched the Norg videos that um, McCready found at the um, Norwegian base. They show the men, basically they're like working around the camp. Then they find um, that they were spending a lot of time, they said six miles, I think, north of their camp. And then the tape shows the men digging and blowing up something in the snow, something bigger than that block of ice that we saw earlier. And then uh, Mac decides to fly to the spot and grabs his sweet ass hat. What was inside of this thing when he cut it open? Could you guys tell? I Mm-mm. No. It comes like an egg at first, didn't it? That's what I was thinking, but I still wasn't sure what exactly was going on so the only thing i could get was that it eats things and then tries to recreate that object inside Mm. of itself yeah yeah it looked like a little skull inside it was i don't know it can imitate other people i don't know type thing yeah i said that it like mimics the shape of what it attacks that's what diabetes says so can there be multiple things i guess that was my other question so they said it could spread. So okay, so it can spread. Yeah. So it they killed the one, but mm-hmm. it also because the the one jumped through the ceiling. Remember? Yeah. And left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm guessing it like takes over the host and then looks for another host to infect. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Because that was one of my questions. I'm like, so okay, so is there only one, or could be there be multiple? So okay. Uh, and then another note is that the doctor Blair diabetes, I believe, really <laughs> thinks Clark is infected mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. I think that's a little bit later when he goes a little nutty mm-hmm. gotcha okay scene five big max discovery and secret sauce i mean thoughts secret secret thoughts i'm sorry mm. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> mac flies in and they find a huge hole in the ground where the uh, with a big ass ufo it's the same one that we saw earlier in the movie that flew around the earth they rope down the side of the hole and end on right on top of the ufo they believe that the ice is at least a hundred thousand years old they find the rectangular hole where they dug up the block of ice that we saw earlier back at camp mac discusses the ufo falling from the sky and being buried in the ice and the snow for thousands of years the group argue over whether it's possible and whether they believe this is some voodoo shit i think that's child's yeah 
I don't believe in his voodoo shit. Yeah, he did say that. Mac thinks the Norwegians blew it up, brought it back, and thawed it out. They questioned how long it could last um, in the ice like that and how long it would take it to take the shape of a dog. The medical examiner, Blair, looks shocked by all of this. And he looks shocked pretty much the whole movie. Mm -hmm. But Noel comes in and asks, who threw their dirty drawers in the kitchen trash can and throws them on the table? And they have shit all over them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was like, I'm pretty sure those drawers have shit on them. I'm not sure. but <laughs> There was did. a skid mark. Okay, a couple. <laughs> I think there was a couple skid marks. No. Uh, but they are ripped up, which is to take note of. Uh, on a screen, <laughs> we see Blair watching a computer that's running tests on the dog's cells. The computer determines that there's a 75% chance that one or more of the team has been infected. The organism reaches civilized a, a civilized area. Uh, it would only take 27,000 hours from the first contact to infect the entire world population. I think this is coronavirus. Kind of. That's what it that's is. It's a little more aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they move the creature to the storage room where the creature starts moving under a blanket as Bennings looks for something behind a shelf. We see that blood is dripping off the table where the creature's laying. This thing's clearly not dead. Uh, Fuchs and Mac are outside and discuss that something is wrong with Blair. Fuchs tells him that he's worried about Blair. He's locked himself in his room. Reading Blair's diary, it sounds like he believes that the team is infected and that the cells aren't dead yet, which honestly is pretty true because we just saw that thing flopping around on the yeah. table. Yeah. Why well, don't you notice Mac took the gun out of his, or not Mac, Diabetes took the gun out of his desk? Yes. Yeah. Back inside, Windows, again, that's not a window, <laughs> it is a person, finds that Bennings has been attacked by the creature as we see the tentacles wrapping around his body. When Mac and Fuchs get back inside, the body's gone. They run outside and find Bennings on the ground. Uh, he's like making these fucking god-awful groaning noises. Oh, yeah. And his hands have become like the creature's tentacles. Or sort of. But Mac decides that they have to burn the rest of the bodies and the creatures. They pile them up and they torch them with the flamethrower. The men gather around and watch as the bodies burn. Mac asks if they're sure that's all of them. They tell them that they've cleaned out the storage room and that there's nothing left. They realize that Blair is missing in action. Okay, let's go back to when they were at that UFO site. Did anybody else crack up when they were standing on top of the hill in the hat? And like the three of they look like Mexican, like, uh, <laughs> kind of did like Mexican explorers is what they, <laughs> they reminded me of in, in, in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Cause like it's the hat. It's gotta be the fucking hat, but they just looked, I don't know. It just looked really silly to me. I thought it was hilarious. We need to get you one of these hats. Yeah. I think I would look good in would it. Would you wear it like out in public? <sighs> That's a tough question. Um, probably I feel like I wouldn't wear it into the bar, but after we were at the bar, you know, if we ever get to go to a bar together again, yeah. Um, I would probably put it on later. I could see that. Like it'd have to be like three or four beers in. It wouldn't yeah. just be like I'm gonna walk in <laughs> with the hat. With the hat. I'd have to have it in like my satchel. <laughs> satchel. satchel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So that groaning noise that Bennings was making. Oh, that scream that he does. It's like the hands. Mm-hmm. That's what got you. Was oh, the hands? The hands. Can't do that. Did you think they looked a little bit like Krampus's hands? Kind of, a yeah. Bit, yeah. That's what they reminded but me. But like, of. maybe more fucked up. Oh, they were fu- they were they gross. were pretty fucking nasty. They were like yeah. stumpy, mm-hmm. weird, like <laughs> stumpy. Ugh. God, it's like burning in my brain. Seriously? Yeah, I hated that part. It fucked me up a little bit. Would you let him give you a handy? Nope. <laughs> Is that <laughs> even like a yeah, viable solution for you? No, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, be like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that would work. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 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 okay, Jess, let's Anyways. be honest. 
Everybody has a price. What's your number? No. <laughs> no? Not from the stumps. Shit, I would take a handy <laughs> from stumps for the right amount of money. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of gooey, so like pre-lubricated. <laughs> That's true. Nobody wants a dry hand. They either. were like yeah. green oozy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yuck, you guys are fucking gross. I'd probably take a rub and tug from that guy. For the right amount of money, like not just for free. Well, a couple yeah, I mean, beers in. 15, like, 20 oh, bucks, I'm sure he would do. <laughs> wow. Buy me some wangs. <laughs> some wangs. <laughs> Shoot, dude. All right. Scene six, the aftermath. As Max walking back inside, he sees someone running in the snow from a covered up helicopter. Someone's ripped the controls out of the helicopter, and Mac hears a shot inside of the bunker. They find Blair shooting and axing a room up. He's like taking this axe to all these control panels. He's saying that no one's leaving or getting out of here. He chops all the control panels and the radios inside of the radio room so that they can't fly out they can't call out they're pretty much boned at this point we find out that he killed the rest of the dogs and cut up some choppers too as he's smashing the radios he's saying that he's not losing it that the dog couldn't have made it uh what is it a thousand miles in the snow well because the dog came from the other camp right yes i think his point is how did the dog make it that far in the snow right on its own correct yeah which i think is valid it had to be something else The men begin to attack Blair, knocking him out as they drag Blair back outside to a tool shed. Mac talks to Blair in the tool shed, and he, they start taking shots of Smirnoff. I don't know if you noticed that. They drink a lot in this movie. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> like These dudes are probably drunk yeah. all the time. But wouldn't you be if you were at this place? Like, probably. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what else is there to do? Especially if you're Mac, because the only thing he's there for is to be a pilot, right? So, right. Like, he literally says at one point, he's like, I just want to go back to my shack and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, as Max leaving the shack, Blair tells him to watch Clark and watch him close. The men huddle up and a few want to bunker down until spring. Mac tells them they can't, that um, one or two of them are likely already infected. They decide to run a blood contamination test to determine if any one of them are infected. Inside, they find that uh, all the blood bags were emptied. So they must have had um, blood drawn before they went there so they could save it in case they needed it for later, I'm assuming. Yeah, somewhere they talk about having a, a blood bank. Okay. So they argue about how it could have happened. There's only one key, and Gary has that key, but Copper was the only one that had access to the blood. As they're arguing, Windows runs off and breaks out a gun. The group catch up to him and Gary makes him put the gun down. Gary tells him that he didn't open the blood and puts his own gun down, telling them that someone else can be in charge. And Mac immediately takes the lead. Didn't you guys get through this whole movie thus far that Mac was already in charge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess this copper guy is supposed to be in charge, but really Mac, in my opinion, Mac was the leader of the group the whole time. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, that shack that they put Blair in. So they dragged Blair out to that shack. That was a rickety-ass shack. Like, I feel like if he wanted to get out of that, he could have just got out of it. It wasn't like a tool shed, basically? That's, I think they call it a tool shed, yes. So you're going to lock somebody in a rickety shack with tools? Right. <laughs> was there heat in there? It did not appear to be. No, I don't think so. That was my other thing. I'm like, this guy's going to freeze to death. Mm-hmm. There mm. clearly was no insulation. <laughs> You noticed that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yep, that's not up to code. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that whole thing was... But I guess Blair is kind of old. So if he really wanted to get out of there, I guess maybe they thought he was too old to break out. Maybe. But he was going fucking nuts. Yeah, he was. See, I when, thought that was real shitty. But he was going nuts for the right reasons. To this point, I feel like Blair is the one making the most sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, clearly, as we'll find out later, I'm not very smart. But scene seven, Mac Daddy knows he's human. But are you? 
Mac burns the blood packets and talks to the group outside. He gives a speech about the thing taking over all of them and winning. There's a storm coming in about six hours. They'll find out who's who. He separates the exposed people. So this is Gary, Copper, and Clark. At some point, they were all exposed to, um, I think, the dog maybe, or at least some sort of contaminated item. Yeah. Um, they're going to give him morphine and tie him up in the rec room. And <laughs> uh, he makes a tape. like he, So he's talking on a tape explaining the situation of what's going on. He believes that it rips through clothes when it takes over your body, but no, uh, nobody can be trusted. There's nothing else we can do. We just have to wait. We see Fuchs walking through a bunker through the bunker as something like walks by and startles him. He that ch- actually got me. That's the only jump scare in the movie. <laughs> so you did. Yep. You, damn. Should have asked you. Now I feel bad. Hang on, let's go back. <laughs> Seth, did you have a jump scare right there? Yeah. Ah, oh, great. The only one in the movie. <laughs> Fuchs chases the thing outside and with a flare, and he finds McCready's jacket with a rip in the back. Inside, the men are going to look for Fuchs and arguing who's going um, with who because they're going to split up. I keep saying Mac, and I just keep thinking of Mac and me. I keep getting hungry for a Big Mac. Oh. What was that? <laughs> I just said, oh. Oh. Oh, I'd love some Mac sauce. (laughs) Y'all are fucked up. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, and? That's it. Oh. Mac tells them that if the three (laughs) men tied up move, fry them. Watch who you're with. Watch them real close. Mac goes to check on Blair and finds that he's made a noose to hang himself. Blair tries to talk him into letting him back out. Mac's not having it. Also tells him that it's not Fuchs as Mac shuts the window to the door. Windows finds Fuchs burnt in the snow as they discuss how he likely fried himself knowing that he was contaminated. Mac sends Windows in to update the rest of the group as Mac and Null are going to go up to Mac's shack because the lights are on and when he left it yesterday, he left the lights off. (gasps) Shit. Some crazy shit. First thing I have noted about this scene, they don't make mention, they don't say anything about this noose that this guy made hanging in this shack. Correct. Mm -mm. Did you think that was weird? A yeah. little bit, yeah. Like if we lock Seth in a shack out back, so we have the little shack out there, we could lock yeah. him in there feasibly. Yeah. And we go to check on him and he's got a noose? That'd be a little crazy. Yeah. I'd question it probably right I'm off like, the bat. I'm like, Seth. What's going on in here? Let's get that around your neck, buddy. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> Let me help you out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Take it back. No. Are you fine. guys going to fist fight? Maybe. We're going to fist for sure. Oh, okay. We're going to wrestle on the table. <laughs> um did you catch mac re-recording over his statement yes thought that was interesting that you couldn't trust he said nobody can be trusted that's when he re-recorded it Mm. why do you think he did that i don't know i don't know either how do you think fuchs got burnt i actually don't know i'm not sure okay what do you think uh me neither i have no idea do you think he torched himself i doubt it i wasn't thinking that was the case i just assumed the I feel like somebody did it, yeah. I agree. I am under the impression that somebody else did it. Yeah. But maybe we'll never know. Scene eight. (laughs) (laughs) Better start closing off the outside doors. Mac's been gone for 45 minutes, so the men start to board up the outside doors so no one can get in. Vance is boarding up one of the doors when he sees Null stumble back from the to the bunker. Null tells him that he had to cut McCready loose. 
He found the ripped up jacket in his furnace, so he cut him loose on the way back. The men start arguing over who's missing, and they see the handle outside start to move. <sighs> Suddenly, they hear glass break in the back room, and they go to look. Child's access through the door. Inside Mac is a torch and a stack of dynamite in his hand. Not really safe, in my opinion, but what are you going to do? They're awfully close together. They really are. He tells them that if anyone messes with him, he'll set the whole camp on fire. A group try to talk him into um, to like not doing that, clearly. And then they attack him from the back, but he fights him off because he's our hero. As, he, as he's talking, we see that Vance is laying on the ground, and he gasps and stops breathing. They start the CPR on Vance as McCready argues with the group about jumping to conclusions about him. Copper tries to shock Vance, and when he does, this is so fucking gross. Oh, my God. So he's got that. What are those called? Defibrillator. Yes, he's got that, and he puts it on his chest, and as soon as he does it, like his hands go through his chest, and these <sighs> big, like this big mouth comes out with giant teeth and eats his arms. Mm-hmm. His torso basically turns into a big mouth. Yes. Uh, That's the best only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. And it like eats his arms up to probably his shoulders. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty sweet though. It was awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh yuck. <laughs> McCready torches him, and um, as he does, Vance's head like pulls off from his neck, mm-hmm. and his like tongue is sticking out, and he's like pulling himself by his tongue. The, his head gets away, and like because the men are focusing on the burning body, they're not watching this head. The head starts to sprout like spider legs. They're and like tentacles or something. It's like, so gross. Yeah. Yeah, like I like these tentacle eyeball things while it's under this desk, and then it scurries out behind them. Palmer says, you got to be fucking kidding me, <laughs> as McCready turns around and torches mm-hmm. it. Okay, so a couple things here. The first one I have, they're boarding themselves inside of this bunker. They know that somebody's infected, right? Does right. it make sense to board and block yourselves inside together? No. Mm-mm. Only thing I could come up with is that maybe they thought Mac or the other guy, Noel, were infected, and that's why they were trying to keep him out. That could be. That's probably what they were thinking. That's the only thing that would rationalize them doing that. The whole time I'm like, this is stupid. Why would you do this? Right. When they open that door and you see Mac and he's got the snow in his beard and his face is like frozen over, I was like, wow, you can tell this guy's pissed. Like He Mm -hmm. looked angry. The fuck, guys? (laughs) But it also shows you how fucking cold it is because they weren't gone that long. And they're mm-hmm. using no. like these rope things to get everywhere because mm-hmm. they can't see. So right. they've got ropes tied to everything. And they basically, to get to Max Shack, you have to follow this one rope. And I think that's what Nalls was saying is he cut him loose. So basically he fucking stranded him out there mm-hmm. in this snowstorm. Um, last thing I have noticed, again, is the practical effects and the the... All the effects, really, even at this point, they weren't great by today's standards, but they weren't terrible. For they the were 80s. like for the era, they were really good. Yeah, agreed. And it was gross. Yeah, it was super gross. Maybe it's one of the know. more gross things I've seen lately, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> really? Worth, yeah. I was actually surprised how good they were. Oh, Seth, <laughs> you're pissing me off, dude. Why? I'm just because I said you don't have a bulge. They're gonna fist fight. After recording. We'll in the hot tub. <laughs> you want to watch? We'll sell tickets. Yeah, yes. We probably could. We could sell like online tickets. Yeah. Like a Zoom call or mm-hmm. something. Maybe? HMC fight night. We could wear like masks. Oh, dude. That'd be cool. They have to guess who's who. Yeah. Wow. It'd be fun. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Scene nine. Mac the gunslinger. Mac tells the group to tie each other up. He and Childs argue as Clark tries to attack him from behind and Mac turns and shoots him right in the face. Face. What a shot, dude. Poor Clark. 
He had it coming, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. That dude was sketchy the whole movie, wasn't he? Was, he, not? he was sketch. Sketch. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, <laughs> the only thing that would have made more sense would have been to shoot him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. But at this point, I was kind of like, has Mac lost it? Like, I wasn't really sure. Like, everyone seems to be losing their shit at this point. I think that's what we were supposed to get from it yeah. is that even we, the viewer, weren't supposed to know who yeah. it was, the thing was. They did right? a good job of it because everyone seems to be like nuts at this point. Yeah. I agree. With having this many characters, you're going to have some bad apples, but I feel mm. like for the most part, the acting in the movie was pretty good. I thought yeah. it was good, yeah. Okay, perfect. That sounded really condescending, didn't it? It did a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> per the usual. <laughs> okay, good. Moving on. Yeah. That's great, Jess. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like that. So Maybe a little more effort next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You ever say something and you're like, I didn't mean for it to sound like that, but it did. Yeah. yeah. Do you All usually like, do you yeah. do what I do and just go back and be like, hey, uh, that's not, or do you just like, eh, fuck it. I usually just let it go. Uh, yeah. Well, I apologize. I didn't mean to sound. <laughs> I feel bad. It's okay, really. <sighs> okay. Mac tells them that they're going to draw a little bit of everyone's blood and find out who the thing is. Mac tells them that when the blood of a man is drawn, it's just tissue. When the blood of the thing is drawn, it'll fight to survive. How did Mac go from being a pilot to a fucking educated scientist? I had a note. Like, I, how did he know to do this? I thought maybe I missed something. I have no idea. This whole, like, testing process. I was like, how? Okay. It's very strange. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm calling bullshit. So Windows <laughs> proceeds to cut the fingers of people to get their blood samples, and he, he cuts his own first and proceeds to do everybody else. Mac heats up a wire and sticks the wire inside of the sample of blood. Um, his does... Whose does he test first? Uh, I had Windows. Yes, he does. Mm. Yeah. So he tests Windows. Nothing happens. Windows looks freaking relieved. He then tests um, his own blood, Copper's right. blood, and Clark's blood with nothing happening. So now we know that uh, Clark... Got shot for no reason other mm. than trying to attack Mac. He sticks it in Palmer's blood and the blood screams and starts slithering all over the floor because he drops the um, blood sample. Palmer starts screaming and turns into the thing as he flies up to the ceiling and then attacks Windows as he's about to torch him. Um, the entire time, Mac can't get his flamethrower to work. Like, of all the times, Mac, come on. Yeah. After it, after the thing attacks Windows, he finally gets Mac finally gets the flamethrower to light, and he sets it, uh, Palmer on fire. Palmer breaks through the wall and out into the snow, burning. McCready follows him out and throws a grenade on him, blowing him up. Back inside, McCready sets Windows on fire with the blowtorch. McCready checks Nall's and Child's blood with nothing happening. Next, they test Gary's blood, and again, nothing happens. And I thought this was hilarious, but Gary screams at them <laughs> to cut him loose. He'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to a fucking couch. <laughs> One thing I have noted here, those finger cuts made me cringe. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were rough. They're a little deep. Why did he need to cut the fingers that deep? I don't know. They're trying to be gross. Well, you think so? Yeah. That was all for shock value? Yeah. They know how like in movies where they always have to cut across their hand to, like, yes. put, and they always like... It's like a deep ass fucking cut. Every time. <laughs> it's like you could just do a little like poke. <laughs> Maybe deep enough for stitches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I thought it was cool when that thing leaped out of the Petri dish. Yeah. That was cool. It was almost a jump scare. And it screamed real loud yeah. and nasty. And it was kind of funny with the two tied to the bench or couch right next to the dude. They're like, ah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, let me up. <laughs> Uh, dude, the tension in this scene was great, I thought. it was Because you could tell everybody, because even the people 
are waiting for their blood to be tested. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh God, am I mm-hmm. it? Am I the thing? I feel like um, the movie Life used a lot of inspiration from the thing. Have oh. you seen Life? Is that with Eddie Murphy? No, with oh. um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. I've never seen it. Hmm. It's an outer space movie, it's right? Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Poor windows. Never seen it. So why did they take inspiration from this? What? Um, because it's like they're dealing with a thing. Oh, gotcha. Basically, that takes over your body. Well, it could be influenced. Yeah. I bet it is. It seems loosely related. I'll have to watch it now because, you know, I'm not a sci-fi guy, but. I think it's pretty good. If you suggest it, I'll do it. Do it. Except for ecstasy, Jess. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I won't push it. <laughs> you bully. She won't push it, I won't but. Push it. Uh, so yeah, the tension in the scene was really great. I really enjoyed that aspect of it because mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting to watch. Like I think Childs for the most part because he was like waiting for his blood to be tested because mm-hmm. it was almost like you don't know. You would think you would have to know, right? The thing that... Apparently not. I don't know. One other thing. They're getting a little loose with the flamethrowers and the grenades, <laughs> yeah. are they not? Like they're just lighting people on fire inside. Well, look what happened at the Norwegian camp. It was all burnt up and... That's true. Same shit probably happened. I guess you just get desperate and you start doing whatever. And was that thing like eating Window's face? Like That's I couldn't tell. What I, I couldn't tell either. What was happening? I think it was. <sighs> so I wonder if it's like a snake. <laughs> it tries to like digest you. Debbie Logan. Yeah, it's Debbie Logan. <laughs> <Can> Debbie Logan. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to suggest it. I know. Oh Lord. It's All right. One. Scene ten. Let's give Blair the test. Mac and Charles decide to go out and have uh, Blair take the test again. He's the guy that's out in the shack. When they get to the shack, they find the door is open and Blair's gone. The door was bolted from the outside, though, so he had to have gotten out from the inside. They find loose floorboards and pull them up. Underneath, they find a tunnel dug through the snow. At the end of the tunnel, they find a UFO that Blair has been building out of helicopter parts. So now we know the person earlier who was taking uh, things out from under that helicopter that was covered up was Blair. I think Mac thought that anyway, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Noel sees someone walk out of the main entrance of the camp and then uh, all the lights go out. Mac says Blair got back inside and blew the generator. Mac tells him that the thing wants to go back to sleep in the snow and wait for the rescue team to find it. And they're not getting out of there alive, but neither is it. They blow up the shack and the UFO that's under it. They drive the tractor. I don't think it's really a tractor, but they drive it through one of the walls and drain out the gas, lighting the bunker on fire, throwing sticks of dynamite everywhere, and they make their way to the generator room, which is also on fire and burning at this point. They find the generator is completely gone. Somebody's taken it. Mac, Nulls, and Gary decide they'll blow the whole place up and strategically place dynamite sticks throughout the room. As Gary's placing sticks uh, sticks of dynamite, Blair pops up behind him and grabs him by the mouth, pushing his fingers through his face. Mm. It almost looked like he injected something in his mouth. Oh, he did? I don't know. I couldn't tell. Oh, I didn't It was weird. I thought he just put his hand over his face and dug his fingers into Maybe his that's yeah. what it was. Oh, I couldn't was tell. so gross. Made me want to vomit. Nasty. It's so nasty. <laughs> You so nasty, so Blair. Nasty. Fucking Wilford Brimley. You so nasty. <laughs> All right. Max sets up the detonator, and when he calls out, no one answers. Suddenly, the thing burrows underneath the snow right at McCready like a snow trimmer. Its tentacles burst through the floor and grab the detonator, pulling it underground. Its body jumps to the floor and opens up with a bunch of different heads as Max scurries to get away from it. Yeah, fuck you too, he yells as he throws the dynamite at it, blowing it up. Outside, we see the entire camp's blown up 
and there's just like different sections of it blowing up at different times and essentially the whole thing is up in flames and it's burst into flames um yes so clearly blair has been building this ufo for a while correct yep fucking blair man so he's been infected since mccready burnt the blood packages and saw him run back inside so when he had his little episode inside he was infected i think Mm -hmm. um the ufo i even thought looked good Mm -hmm. it looked better than that shitty ufo in brightburn yeah that's true true, actually i agree with that did you notice there was dripping water in that basement they were in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again. Do you, drippy pipes. Do you think it was drippy pipes or do you think it was the snow melting? Oh, it could have been the snow yeah, melting. Yeah, because it was like an ice yeah. basement. It was kind of weird. That's the thing about this movie. Everything is like icy. Well, they're yeah. in Antarctica. <laughs> I know, but like, like the would the basement look like that? I guess if they just dug a hole. Yeah, I guess they want you to have the full effect. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It bothered me. <laughs> The scene with the fingers in the face. Well, you said it turned you on. It made me want to puke. That was gross. But it made me cringe, like, physically. I was like, this is awful. A lot of the stuff in this movie made me cringe. Mm -hmm. It was very cringy. They did a good job, I think, with the the effects, for sure. Yes. I bet Mal Macabre worked on this. (laughs) She probably did. All right, the final scene, who done it? Mac is shown walking around the flamed camp. He sits down to rest as Childs walks up behind him with a flamethrower. Childs asks Mac if he killed it. Childs tells him he thought he was with Blair. He did. He saw Blair. He went after him. He left Marks in the snow, and he followed him. Fires, uh, t- Childs says the fires got the temperature of the camp all hot, but it won't last that long. Childs asks how they'll make it, and Mac says maybe they shouldn't make it. Childs asks what they do now. Max says, let's just wait here for a little while and see what happens. He hands Childs a beer bottle. Childs takes a swig of the beer bottle as Max smiles at him. The camera zooms out on the camp. The credits roll. The screen goes black. The end. Hmm. I did find it kind of odd that the bottle of scotch happened to be there. Was that a bottle of scotch or a bottle of beer? It was J&B. Ooh, look at you guys knowing your liquor. But like the whole place has exploded and burnt down and this bottle's just... Just chilling there. It made it through everything. Yeah. Do you guys like the end of this movie? (laughs) 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 Okay, Jess, why? 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 I'm just not what I expected, I guess. I don't know. It was just different than what i thought okay kind of disappointing a little bit at this point who do you think because clearly one of them are likely infected or maybe not though i don't know maybe both what do you think at this point i don't know i I mean to mix it up maybe mac that's what i was thinking yeah because i have a so suspicious of childs that it's like Mm -hmm. "Hmm, maybe it's not really him because he did run off yeah he was nowhere to be found right is he maybe the one that torched fuchs i don't know they leave so, you with questions. I agree. Uh, my theory is that it's Childs, not McCready, and here's why. I think that, because remember earlier in the movie, they were talking about how it's very simple to pass this on. All it needs is an organism. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Fuchs makes the comment that, okay, we should all prepare our own meals and only eat out of cans. Yeah. I think Mac hands him the bottle of liquor, seeing if he'll drink it, knowing that if it was Childs, he wouldn't drink it because he would know that if Mac was infected, it, he would become infected. Mm, that's an interesting point. Yeah. So I think that 
That's why Max smiles when Childs drinks out of the bottle. But then I sit here thinking, well, if I knew I was going to die anyway, because there's no way either of these guys are going to make it out of here. Right. No. I'd probably drink it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That That's what I got. But it also kind of looked like Childs wasn't breathing. Because I didn't notice that. Because Mac had all this steam coming out of his mouth, and Childs really didn't. Hmm. Yeah. The other thing, there is this uh, internet theory that McCready was the thing because he has, they call it the gleam effect, I guess. Then he had some gleam in his eye that Childs didn't have. Hmm. Hmm. But my main question is why did Childs disappear and never come back? Because he clearly wasn't chasing Blair because Blair was downstairs. Good point. So I don't know. I guess let's, let's go around the table here. Seth, do you think it was Mac or Childs at the end or neither? I'm going to stick with Mac. Mac? What do you think, Jess? Mac attack. Mac attack. Big Mac attack. I'm going with Childs, so you guys you guys win two to one. Yay. Yay. Okay, so the practical effects in this movie I thought were great. We've talked about it quite a bit already. They're really good. I thought so. Yeah. Like, they made... Like, I didn't laugh at them. Like, there's some... What was the movie we watched that we were... La- was it Killer Condom? That the effects were terrible. Maybe. I know we've seen a couple that have had bad... Because we were like laughing at it, like it mm-hmm. was laughing. It was so bad. But no, I, I honestly, I kind of expected that. But then I was like, while we were, I was watching, I was like, these really aren't that bad. Probably the ginger dead man effects yeah, were really were bad. <laughs> so that could be it. <laughs> but like when the alien reveals itself right before he gets blown up, and that yeah. face, that thing is nasty. That's gross. Ugh. So we were watching this, and Lucy uh, came into the kitchen, and she could see the TV because she was doing like arts and crafts. She had to mm-hmm. get something off the table, and it was the scene where, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, watch, I don't remember, but it's when his head comes off his body, and it like stretches way out. Oh, Those yeah. are called attendants, and the, yeah, yeah. She, and I look up, and she's like watching it. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, get out of here! You can't watch this. But yeah, I don't know. She didn't have any nightmares or anything yet, so I guess that's all right. Yeah, I thought they did They did really well with that. We kind of already talked about this, but I would be absolutely miserable on this base. Why? You like to be a hermit. That's true, but I like to be a hermit with people I like. But they're out and about quite a bit, yeah. honestly. Out and about. Oh, out and about the, <laughs> the base area. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Like going out and getting in the helicopter and yeah. whatever. Going like, to Macy's, you know. <laughs> going to the Laz. <laughs> the Laz. <laughs> <laughs> Do people, this is a dumb question. I don't know the answer to it, but do people live on Antarctica? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. like live, but like this, I think. This is it? It's like research facilities? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, if you were like really into that and like a scientist, I mean, you probably think it was neat. Yeah. Which I think at some point, I know, again, I said this earlier about Mac, he was just a pilot, but I would think that they wouldn't just send people there that were only pilots. So they were only like Nalls, only a cook. I think you probably were in... It'd be like a team, oh, like, sure, you know, yeah. we have a doctor, a cook, a pilot. Right, but I feel like they probably, like, had skills that contributed to the group outside mm. of just being a pilot. So. Right, I mean, yeah. some of them had to be scientists of some kind. That's what I'm thinking, is that that's probably the case. Because it never really said what they were researching, did it? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think it ever said. What would you research on Antarctica? Mm. Snow? Snow. Ice. They're trying to find the South Pole. That's it. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Trying to find Santa's polar opposite. Where Krampus lives. Fuck Krampus. Um, okay, so I feel like when I found that Norg base, 
I would have at least suggested, hey, maybe we have two pilots. Why doesn't the other pilot take a helicopter and fly yeah. somewhere else? Go get somebody. Agreed. I don't yeah. Know. Especially with that two-headed, whatever that thing was they found. It's fucking weird. Because they said that Windows hasn't been able to reach anybody for months or weeks. Right. I think it was weeks. It was weeks. Unless we're supposed to assume it's spread. <sighs> and there aren't anybody else. Oh, shit. They need to think, too, and let us know what happened. Um, so, all right. My main note here is there are just too many freaking characters in this movie. I struggled. Yeah. It killed me at times. They could have pared it down to, like, five main people. Yeah, I agree. And there's agree. also just a lot of walking around with no, not, not much going on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I agree. You guys are. I've, I've actually changed my mind. I might think it's Mac now because of the torn up jacket outside. It's mm -hmm. true. Ah, shit. But no, he tested his blood after that, so it couldn't have been him. Uh, I'm sticking with Childs. All right, let's jump into HMC favorites. So this is where we do four sections. We say what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie. So Jess, what was your favorite scene from the movie? My favorite scene was probably when it first you first see it. Like mm -hmm. busting through the dog, uh, the dog face. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. It was just so much more gross than I expected. Mm. That was a gross <laughs> like, scene. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I think all those scenes were gross. It was, but like it was also good. Like I was mm. repulsed by it. Like oh my god. Because even like the movie Alien, this thing's way more disgusting. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, Seth. What was your favorite scene from the movie? Probably the torso mouth. <laughs> When that thing opens up and bites the dude's arms off, and then his okay. head falls off and crawls away. <laughs> yeah. That was so nasty. Oh, I nasty. I have to agree with you. Nasty. I think my favorite scene was probably... Um, I don't know. I really liked when they were down in the um, generator room, and we saw the snow tremor. <laughs> I don't know why. It just reminded me of Krampus and Beetlejuice. And I was like, oh, those are two movies that we've already done. And yeah. I was like, mm. they do this a lot in these movies. I never noticed it. But then the thing, because it shows how smart it is, because it doesn't grab McCready. It grabs the trigger and mm. pulls it down so he can't blow the place up. Right. Which he blows it up later anyway. But I think that was probably my favorite scene. It's a good scene. It's a great scene, man. Seth, what was your favorite kill in the movie? So good I have to go with the torso mouth. Oh, fuck. You and this torso mouth. It was a good scene. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was gross. Pretty, uh, honestly, I didn't see it coming when it happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Jess, what was your favorite kill? Um, Bennings. The hands. <laughs> the stumpy hands. <laughs> you like so those. creepy. I knew she liked the stump hands. Dude, she's into the stumps. <laughs> it's so creepy. It, like, screwed me up for a minute. You're going to have a whole new uh, clientele of people hitting you up on Instagram. Oh, thank God. Can you picture that like on your dating profile? Prefer a man with stumps for hands <laughs> if possible. Ew. You're not going to be getting uh, like dick pics sli sliding into your DMs. It'll be pictures of people's fingers. Hands. Ew. But like, do you like Ugh. these hands? Gross. What about this? Look what I can do with my hands. Yeah. It'll all be for me though. Oh, God. <laughs> you can be like, Josh, please stop sending me pictures of your weird hands. <laughs> all right. Um... Oh, favorite kill. I really liked uh, when he just fucking turned around and shot Clark in the face. <laughs> yeah. That was why. a pretty good one. Yeah. I half wasn't expecting because you see Clark pull the knife out mm -hmm. and come at McCready and he just like. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to shoot him. I just thought he was going to like 
threaten him. See, I didn't either, yeah. and then he does, yeah. so it's like, oh, wow. No hesitation. <laughs> All right, uh, the thing you liked most about the movie, for me, it was, I really liked the effects. I thought the practical effects and special effects were really great, especially for being a movie in the 80s. Agreed. But it, like, physically made me cringe at certain times, so mm. that's I, what I would go with. I have to agree. I also put effects. <gasps> you guys agree with me? Trifecta. Trifecta mm-hmm. on the effectas. Thruple. We are on par today. It's almost Thruple. like we haven't haven't not recorded in a month. <laughs> Jess, the thing you did not like about this movie. Uh, slow, like a slow start, mm. at least. It picked up, but yeah, it was just very drug on. It's a slow burner? Yeah. What's 18 minutes amongst friends? That's true. <laughs> 18 minutes, I'll never get back. Go ahead. There was just too many characters. Like, you couldn't... There wasn't enough time to like con- like like any of them. Yeah, uh, character builds. Like I never connect. Like I didn't really care for any of them. Like if any of them died, I was like, oh, that was sad. Mm. Not even Mac. No, not even Mac. I feel yeah. like he was just a hard ass the whole time, and we never. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Too many characters, and I agree with Jess that it was too long. My number one would be the characters, but I feel like there was some scenes you could have just. Cut yeah. right out of it. We've talked about that with horror movies. It's really hard for them to like do character development and not make it fucking boring. You know, mm, that's true. Especially when you have eighty-five main characters. Yeah, there was just too many of them to like anybody mm-hmm. specifically. And then, but I think they were doing that so that you kind of had to guess who it was. The thing yeah. was, <sighs> they I don't know, whatever. It's whatever. You guys ready to rate this thing or what? Let's do it. All right. As everybody knows, maybe you don't. Maybe you're new to the crew. I don't know. We rate everything on a zero to five Stabby's rating. I almost said average Stabby's rating. We do average it out at the end. Um, Our top rated movies in season one and two date are Scream with a 4.8 average Stabby's rating. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Ring, The Conjuring, Rob Zombie's Halloween all have a 4.7, and Halloween H2O has a 4.6. Coming up the rear is The Ginger Dead Man with a 0.7 average Stabby's rating, and Killer Condom with a 1.5. We need to get one of your movies down here in the bottom three. Uh, Well, it might happen right now. We're getting ready to find out, but uh, all right, Seth. What do you rate HMC number thirty-one, season two opener, the thing? I am actually gonna give this. His voice crackled. Did you hear it? <laughs> a three. <laughs> a three on the nose. Yeah, I did not think it was a bad movie. Okay, I don't. I didn't Especially think it for nineteen eighty-two. And the effects were if the effects were bad, I would have picked a much different rating. Okay, all right, that's fair. Three's not a horrible rating, Mm-mm. especially from you. You're kind of a hard ass with your ratings there. Yeah, <laughs> he's like five is never gonna happen. I'm never gonna give out a five <laughs> because this is haven't yet. There's never a perfect movie ever. <laughs> Jess, what do you rate HMC number thirty-one? The thing. I gave it a solid two. Ooh, a solid two. Yeah. How come? Talk to me. Um, it just wasn't that great. The mm. slowness of it kind of kept me not super interested. It but killed you. It wasn't terrible. Mm. That's yeah. it. I, I mm. kind of expected more, I guess. But the effects were awesome. I liked the cast, but yeah, there were too many characters. Too many characters. Yeah. 
Not what I expected. Understood. Mm. Understood. I think I started this uh, text the other day. I was like, hey, I'm going to start by saying I'm sorry. I just finished yeah. this movie. You're like, <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. I am going to give it a 2.5 Stabby's rating. Seth, you liked it the most. Yeah. Man, that's odd. But you liked my movie more than me. Uh, did I? I feel like you forced my hand. No. He was like, if I you don't pick this movie, I'm going to quit. No, nope. I selected my own film, as you did yours. Calm down. There's really no reason to get upset. Yes, there is. I don't know why you're so <laughs> upset. So, all right, let's jump over to the other ratings. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave this an 85% on 67 counts. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 92% on 132 thousand 92 percent that seems really high to me what do you guys think yeah it's pretty high i wouldn't rate it that high but <laughs> oh lord uh imdb gave it an 8.1 out of 10 on 369,000 votes the horror movie crew that's us this is where you should be going to get your ratings everybody not rotten tomatoes not imdb we gave it a 2.5 out of 5 which is a 50 percent we did not like this movie as much as some of the other folks. I feel like this is one of those classic movies, though, that people just like to like. It probably is. Now, isn't there an older one, like a 40s, the thing? Yes. Or 50s? Yes. Is it the same I do. I've never seen premise? it. Premise? Okay. The 2011 is supposed to be a prequel to this one, I believe. Hmm. Which I have seen, but I don't remember it, to be honest with you. But what are you going to do? Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. Just wonderful. Just 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 fucking great. Alright, well hey dude, that wraps up HMC thirty one, the thing, my pick. We're gonna continue our winter horror land on the next episode, which I believe is Jess's pick. So do you want to introduce your movie, Jess? Yes, we're going to watch Frozen and not the The Disney, Disney movie? Yeah. Not Disney Frozen. So What if we did and that's just what we reviewed and didn't tell anybody? <laughs> We it's could really probably nice. figure out a way to do it. Just change some stuff up. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can just change the names a little and yeah. Change the names a little. Why did you pick Frozen if you don't mind me asking? I'm just curious. Um, it's it's a little disturbing. Okay. And I've never seen it, so Yeah, it's one of those that it kinda stuck with me after I watched it. <laughs> oh shit. It's kinda fucked up. Does it take place at a ski resort or something? Yes. Okay. We should have done it this one since you were just at a ski resort. I know. That would have made the most yeah. sense. I just saw the picture with a dude hanging from the chair lift. Oh, so you've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty it's pretty good. Never ever? So. Never ever. Ever, never, ever? Never, ever, ever. It's mm. th- it's a thriller, I would mm. say. More than like a straight up horror, but there's still, it's still horrifying. Yeah. It's by Adam Green, correct? He did yes. the Hatchet movies. Yes. Which Seth, you know I love my Hatchet movies. Uh, hopefully it's not like those. Hoping to someday make some. I don't some. think so. I don't think so. It's not like, it's not gory? Not, not completely. Okay. You'll see. Look, okay. she's like, stop. She stop. just gets so mad about talking about movies. I do. Yeah, she does. Do. <laughs> Remember when Shut she up. scolded us like our mother? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys talk about the movies way too much. We do. Like flip the table you over. You're like, so you guys need to have, shut the fuck up. We're not going to have content. I feel like we got a lot of content. <laughs> Jess is out here breaking watermelons on tables because she's mad. She needs to come up with her thing. I think you're going to do it. I have... Yeah. The tambourine. Next time, we'll see. The tambourine. Let's go. You can bring a harmonica. That's weird. Please don't do that. You just bring a triangle. I'm not going to bring a harmonica. Please don't. Bring a triangle. Just tap it once. Oh, shoot. Maybe I just won't have a thing. No, you need a thing. Okay. 
We should have came up with your thing on our episode, The Thing. We should have. What the fuck? You're going you're gonna to sit here with a harp and like play like a little. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, do you guys have anything else you want to say about my pick, The Thing? Mm-mm. Nothing at all. No, but I'm glad I watched it. I think it's worth checking out just for the effects if you're yeah. interested. Maybe I'm have sh- it on in the background and just kind of... I'm sure a lot of people have probably already seen this movie, but yeah. if not, um, you know, don't let our 50% sway you. Go <laughs> check it out. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, all Bye. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time.